0: I don't know if Dave's ready for tonight, because he told me before we started he didn't read the podcast notes to get ready to do a podcast with me, but he's here every week anyway. He survives. He gets through it. Hey, Dave, I don't know if you're ready for this question. Uh, You ever dream about your co-hosts?
1: We had a whole episode about it. Did we? Lepre, leprechaun. Well, I'll, I'll say leprechaun lover because, you know, we don't want to use the other word too much these days.
0: All right. Give a little backstory for any of the audience members who might not know what the hell you're talking
1: about. <clears throat> yeah. This is a deep cut into like yeah. early binge watchers. I forget. I think this was a, a full like you, me and Nikki. I want to say. Oh, yeah. That's um, old school and, shit. <laughs> and uh, I, I'd have to listen to the episode as a refresher. But my vague memory is I had a weird dream that I confessed on the show for some yeah. reason where... We were in the set of Leprechaun, but like instead, you, you were a Leprechaun hunter. But to to give them, when I was justice, like casting you, you like, like basically, it's a movie
0: set. I was casting this movie that you're directing or whatever, right? And you and I have to have sex with a Leprechaun. I think that's the gist of the I story. I think that
1: was the basically yeah. the long story short is John had to have sex with I don't know if you had to or if it was your pleasure, but you had sex with a Leprechaun.
0: Don't worry, folks, when we get into this kind of territory, we did hire a human resource representative, it's Frank the Cat. Who's a cat owned by our missing co-host our missing co-host is enjoying labor day that's like a thing in america you like celebrate the 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 workers um in other countries i don't think you celebrate the workers because they don't have a choice whether they work or not (laughs) you know and i sit here wondering what the world's perception of america is i'm not really sure at this point but i did hear ozzy osborne finally had enough and he's like i'm going back to england you know he's had some health problems though so i'm sure that's more like the reason that he's going back to england but He's reacting to like all the school violence, the violence at the grocery stores. And I thought, like, does the rest of the world just think we're like a postcard for the apocalypse? Like, what does the rest of the world think? <laughs> you know, of the the American Republic? Well, it's like, you know, I don't. Who knows what the media kicks out, too? You know, I don't know. There, I mean, like, yeah. I mean, it, it, whatever. I don't really. I don't really know. Don't, um, what
1: wasn't? Why aren't we called the Great Experiment? Or like, isn't that what? Oh, America saying? is Did the I... Great
0: Experiment. Well, yeah, like the melting pot and like, we'll see if this works or not. This thing called democracy or we're like what? Like, Who knows? Um, no, that's good. I actually thought, I mean, I thought Dave wasn't going to like drop his leprechaun story or even admit that he dreams about his co-host. But the only reason I was talking about dreams was like, I did have a dream featuring Dave. To be fair, I did have a dream featuring Jordan. We'll talk about both of them. Don't anybody freak out right now. Okay, don't get me in trouble. I'll explain both dreams. Okay, first we'll start with the Dave dream. Okay. So Dave's making a movie and he like is so excited to show me the edit. I'm in the editing room with Dave. I don't know. I don't know if I'm in the movie or if I'm just like, there's a general contention, right? It's like hmm. Dave made this big movie. All of our film school friends and people we went to film school with are like all jelly about this movie. Cause this is like, there's like Oscar buzz or whatever. Dave made this great movie. And like, so I've seen two cuts and I'm trying to give like my honest feedback. Dave doesn't trust my honest feedback because he thinks I'm trying to sabotage the movie naturally. Like a Hollywood friend would do, you know, (laughs) like, like Dave's movie is just too hot. So all I remember is like, there's two versions of a basketball scene and the main character is like a high school girl. She's shooting the winning shot in one version. It misses. And in one version, the shot goes in. I didn't, I don't remember watching any other scenes in this movie, but like it was, Dave was clicking buttons on his computer and that's what I was watching. Right. So we at least can gather from this dream that it's a high school drama. The basketball scenes remind me of the basketball scenes from Teen Wolf, of all things. You know, the, the, the Michael J. Fox <laughs>
1: I knew that movie. was going to be your go-to. <laughs> <laughs> How did you know that?
0: I mean, you directed the movie, so I guess you would know that. Like, you know, what the references are, right? So, yeah. so Dave's directing this movie, and I told him, like, Dave, you know, give him a happy ending. That's what they want. And then I was relating to Dave, like, I apparently had watched this whole movie in the edit bay or whatever, and I said, like, character goes through so many things by the end you think she deserves a happy ending you know Mm. and you're like but i just want to do the last american version ending you're you're like i just (laughs) i just want (laughs) to yeah you're like i gotta give it the realist
1: real life like sorry kid dramatic ending
0: (laughs) yeah you're like i gotta give it this dramatic ending uh there's no way and uh and and basically the dream was literally critiquing the movie and then the dream ended, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta tell Dave about this one because who huh. takes the time to have a dream about your buddy making a movie and then you're in the edit bay? You, you, know, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I'm like, it's, it's one of those Bible? dreams you can you can almost taste it, David. Not that I can taste right, the right. leprechaun's balls in your dream, but you know you can almost taste this dream about editing a movie with you. You know, like it's, right, it right. felt so real. Like when I woke up, I was like, I gotta get his edit notes down so w- I can call Dave and be like, Dave, are you in the edit bay? Here's the here's what you need. Here's your <laughs> studio notes. You know, hmm. um." Okay, now the dream about Jordan. She's not here to defend herself, but I'll just throw it out there. We're going to try to work in teasing her the whole episode, if possible. We'll try to fit her in at awkward parts. All right. Um, she's just getting her hair done in a salon. And, like, I just happen to be there. And then she, I'm, like, backing her up when she says blue and platinum. I'm like, yeah, go for it. And it's like blue highlights with platinum hair. Almost <laughs> like Game of Thrones Targaryen style. So, I mean, that's totally above belt, right? I mean, nothing. there's nothing, nothing nefarious going on in that dream. We're sitting at a hair salon for three hours. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like,
1: did you guys you know? like sit in like uh, mutual blowers or you know next to each other, had a conversation?
0: I don't know. It seemed like a really popular salon, so we're outside in like a, a waiting pool. You know, like like uh, there's obviously a line. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like a popular place or something. And then oh, wait, I, see, we're chit chatting, and then you, you know, like waiting outside, like the main doors. Like, yeah, no, I outside. get it. Like, I heard there's people I heard there. Waiting. No, yeah, no, like, like just w- waiting for something to happen. So there's it. a group of people, other women, whatever, getting their hair done, a few guys, whatever. It's mostly a, a woman's joint or whatever. And then like, you know, she just she just wants to confirm with me that I think the colors are OK. And I'm like, go for it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Rock and then it, like yeah. and then it's like platinum with like blue highlights. And I'm, did I, I thought I asked her about the blue hair on here already. Maybe not. Like I thought I checked hmm. in with her about blue hair before, but we'll find out. Anyway, we'll find out next week. I'll have to reiterate the story. Um, but my next dream, speaking of dreams, this is like if I can meet my spirit animal in real life, there's a character in this movie called Snake, which is like a, ah. a, a Indian actor rocking Hindu India. We're talking for like from India or from somewhere in Asia, East Asia or whatever, Indonesia, or somewhere in Asia, rocking an orange wig and he talks like Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles. The guy's real name is Adam. Jane uh, Adam Jagwani, who but he's credited in the movie we're about to watch tonight as Adam Stardust. I found his Instagram profile. This is the Jeez. best profile I've ever seen. It goes existing at fifty seven, living in the eighties. I'm like incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like my dream is to meet this guy. Sounds but like they a say Cobra don't...
1: Kai character.
0: <laughs> yeah, but they say don't meet your heroes, so you know it could be a letdown. Uh, last week we were talking about mom and pop video stores and how we used to work in video stores and. You know, like, we could have been, like, frozen in time and just worked at video stores till the end of time, but it didn't happen. But if you're looking for a mom-and-pop video store, there is Love to Get Media. They send you these boxes of movies. Dave and I have gotten some. Mm. We still like to bring them up every once in a while to support the idea of a mom-and-pop video shop. It's run by a couple. Basically, like, I don't think they realize, sometimes Mm. they send you, like, a gold mine. Like, you find some gems in there. I think I had some out-of-print DVDs. And then like I sold them on eBay, you know, you know what I mean? So like ordering a box of movies and making a profit. I mean, that's like an American thing right there. But for collectors, you know, if you're collectors out there and you like physical media, that's Dave's okay. bread and butter. You know,
1: it's a good way worth- to get started if you're if you're just wanting to dip your toes in, I guess.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Perfect.
1: Build your collection fast. Get some surprises.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll be back in like 40 seconds with some home video headlines. Here's some trivia to true bingers that have been listening to the podcast for a long time and want to know where the hell the theme song came from. It came from a composer. And actually, this is like the 42nd version. We might actually get into to make a new... This is version 3. You know, if you listen to the full thing, it cracks open a beer for us. You know, we used to crack it open ourselves. But now we got special effects, folks. Okay, we got musical effects, everything. Home video headlines. Seth Rogen. Sebastian Stan. Excuse me. Paul Dano. They're going to star in GameStop's dark market movie called Dumb Money, which is about like the Robin Hood investors that got pissed mm. off at the CEO of GameStop and they decided to tank the shares. It feels like it's going right. to be like a Moneyball type or like a Wolf of Wall Street movie. So I'm in. If it's up that alley, like I'm in, you know? it's my That's my kind of movie, that kind of stuff, you know?
1: It's got a good pedigree so far, so.
0: Yeah, or like Black Monday on Showtime. That's sort of like, you know, creative guys screwing up Wall Street, you know, whatever. What are they so, it sounds that? like something Adam, Adam McKay movie? would
1: direct. Who? Adam McKay did Big Short. Uh, just did. Um, oh look yeah. Up there.
0: Yeah, yeah, that kind of style movie, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: The housing market movie or whatever. Ben Stiller, Matthew McConaughey, Tom Cruise, and Robert Downey Jr. There's some rumors floating around that they're doing Tropic Thunder 2, or at least reprising their characters that were featured in Tropic Thunder, in a movie that might feature the 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 Tom Cruise you know studio head. Lunatic character, I forget his the funny Les name of the guy. Oh yeah, Les Grossman, Les Grossman, who's kind of like, kind of like a amorphous version of um Harvey Weinstein, Harvey right? Weinstein, I mean, that's yeah. got to be the original inspiration, right? You
1: know. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. I mean, uh, well, what's funny is yeah, I think you told me a few weeks ago, like, oh, the Tropic Thunder commentary was funny, and I actually did listen to it, <laughs> and that's uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they,
0: that's... and they also
1: made his hands really huge. I kind of forgot that detail.
0: Yeah, Les Grossman has like these swollen hands, but is a studio executive, but he's really funny in the Tropic Thunder movie. Of course, the you know, the controversy is like one of the main jokes in the movie is whether or not the Australian actor can play off putting on blackface to be one of the characters on the movie, right? And they go round and around and around and around in this. And like Robert Danner Jr. was like awkwardly talking to Joe Rogan, you know, like a couple years ago on his podcast about this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what's the joke here? The joke is that somebody shouldn't do it, and that's the actual joke. But then to pull that joke off, you have to be doing it in the movie, and whether or not it's acceptable to make that joke, you know. What I yeah, mean? it's
1: kind of weird. It's kind of walks a weird line because, like, it's commenting on people, actors who go to extremes, but it's also yeah. like trying we'll take to it comment too far, on like how bad blackface can be. I don't know. It's, yeah, yeah. Like, like that movie was contra- I, I mean, that movie's still controversial for that as well as uh, you know a use of an R word that we don't use in that context anymore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because there's another character in the movie that's famous for being in like his one dramatic role as a is a person with issues or Simple whatever. Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't gonna say the name, but you're just like, all right. <laughs> well, that was
1: the name of the character.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh oh, Beverly Hills Cop 4 has started shooting, which is cool. I don't know if you saw any of the images that leaked online, but no. it looks like Axel Foley, you know, appropriately in his sixties, however old Eddie Murphy is. I don't know if he's sixty yet or if he's in his
1: late fifties. He's but... getting there. He's getting there, yeah. But they he's added Joseph what? I said I, I kind of forget because he was so young when he started his career, like super. Uh, young. Yeah, yeah,
0: like 17, seventeen, eighteen. Um, but they added Joseph Gordon Levitt to the cast, which is kind of cool. But <laughs> then you wonder if it's like, is that the passing of the torch element? You know, you know what I mean. Like, uh, is that the new? I mean, I don't think they're gonna
1: pass from Axel to it's... Joseph Gordon, but uh, I can see Joseph Gordon taking up the spot of like the uh, Judge Reinhold type character.
0: Well, Axel Foley probably has a kid. There's probably like an Axel Foley Jr. or an Axel Foley daughter or somebody that takes over, you know,
1: well, that was supposed to be a thing a while ago. I think there was supposed to be a, you know, actually tying back to Tropic Thunder, believe it or not, there was supposed to be a Beverly Hills cop TV show with the guy that played Al Pacino in that, in that movie and was supposed to be the son of Axel Foley, but nothing ever came of it. So Uh, now we're just getting a new movie.
0: Yeah, but I'm dude, I'm I'm, I'm, it's Beverly Hills cop, right? I mean, Yeah.
1: yeah, uh, I mean I, I'm not the hugest Beverly Hills cop fan, but I've all it's also been a pretty consistent series. Like a lot of people hated three, and I think that was the first one I saw in full because he used to play on TV a lot.
0: Really? Yeah, it's too bad they couldn't really call it Walt Disneyland in the part in the third one. They had to make up like a fake park with a fake guy, right. but it's obviously parodying Disney. So if they actually got to use the real Disney, that would have been cool. But it has um Rosin Pinchant. Is that the actor? Who the who's played Bronson Pinchot? Yeah, he's a hard name to say. Sorry, folks. And if you're out there, I screwed your name up. I'm sorry. But yeah, he pops up in the sequels as like a weapon expert. And so it's cool to see him in the cameo. Hopefully they'll bring him back for part four. I love this series. I love the Point Your Sister soundtrack on the first one. I love the running gag with the money dealer or drug dealer in the first and second movie. Like, you know, with the credit cards. Um, The movie has a notorious bit of like real Detroit history because they have a corrupt sergeant from real life, real life scandals is is the you know main sergeant in the movies. You, you know what hmm. I mean? Like it's like his big role. But in real life, he's like a real dirty dog there or whatever, who like had to deal with um white boy Rick. You know, this kid
1: who's like in jail, or whatever. And was like, was a. I remember they made a movie about it a few years ago. With yeah,
0: the yeah, economy. yeah. So apparently that sergeant was like involved in like planting evidence and like, you know, <laughs> doing like, you know, off hours enforcement. And it was like caught up in that whole scene. But he's the sergeant in, like, the, you know, the first two, whatever, you know, Beverly Hills huh. Cop. Um, trivia for you folks. Um, Godzilla Monsterverse, you know, like all the Godzilla verses and the King Kongs and the Dune picture. They're all apparently made by a production house called Legendary. And they're like, man, we got to get away from this burning fire that's Warner Brothers. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, they, they want to cut, like, licensing ties, they want to cut, like, uh, you know, these production deals where they're making these other sequels and, and maybe they should go out on their own because things are crazy right now at HBO Max and freaking Discovery and whatever.
1: So, well, they were I thought they were an independent production or well, they are an independent production company. I thought they were I think they were mostly with Universal for a while. Then they went on to Warner Brothers and they probably yeah. want to, like, go. But hey, Universal, how's it going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... We'll be on Peacock. Yeah. You do you're not throwing things out there so far. <laughs>
0: uh, I just saw something today. I didn't know they're they're getting ready to make some new American dad for like TBS TNT or something like that. Well Which yeah, that they still exciting. have a
1: they still have a contract. I think I think the Warner Brothers saying is they have to honor any contracts that or that are already in place. So oh uh, really? I mean, so if like you know TBS or true TV products still have a, like a guarantee or a contract, they have to honor that.
0: Oh wow, I didn't know that. Um, but they are
1: getting rid of things that are like past their contract or coming up. Yeah. Like, All right. Bye. <laughs> Dude.
0: I don't know how, uh, Nathan Fielder got away with his show. I don't think that's going to come back. No, is it's actually not... already
1: greenlit for a second season.
0: Are you serious? Yeah.
1: Cause if there's but any see, like so HBO, not HBO and... max, so believe it or not, there oh. is a difference. I, did,
0: I thought they were one and the same. Anyway, folks, if you don't know Nathan Fielder, he's a strange comedian from, from Canada. Canada. You don't really know if he's making comedy, or if he's being serious. He's one of those like dead panners and like he like uh had a show Nathan fielder for you where he helped small businesses and made jokes about the businesses but then all this complicated the plot got more complicated um his next thing is like he wants people to rehearse important meetings or think awkward conversations with their loved ones he so he had like mm-hmm. a eight part series called rehearsal which goes out on a limb because then he like pretends to have a marriage pretends to have a child they age the child. To- work on scenarios to see what it would be like when the kid's, like, you know, a teenager or a baby, blah, blah, blah. And he's, like, trying to engineer a family unit has problems with the mom. And that just seems like, I mean, like, he he even makes a joke in the show about wasting their money on, like, fake snow and renting a house in Oregon and, like, making a fake garden and building an entire bar and a soundstage and then opening it up to the public. So, you know, it's things like that. Like, uh, I did not think that was coming back. But as Dave said, there's a difference between the
1: studios. But see, the thing is, is like, A, again, it's an HBO property, so it doesn't fall under that axe. Like HBO, I don't know, I I don't want to go into the long complications, but basically it's its own thing. So HBO has greenlit it. Um, I know it costs, I'm sure it costs a lot compared to other comedy shows, but I still don't, you know, when they've got Game of Thrones still going on or the new version, I don't think, I think it's a drop in the bucket. Plus, it's been in the conversation. We're still talking about it. It ended like weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, who knows what the visual effects
0: it. bucket, you know, budget is for the new Game of Thrones? I almost said visual effects bucket, but no, I mean <laughs> budget because there's like 17 dragons in this new House of Dragons. So oh, there's all able, kinds like, of. I mean, they,
1: yeah. they House of Dragons. You're gonna get your dragon full, dragons worth, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. Um, the last thing I was going to mention, speaking of streaming services and movies
0: like Paramount Plus is screening all the Showtime catalog in a streaming bundle. So I was thinking like, all right, what's the best of Showtime? You got City on a Hill, with Kevin Bacon,
1: and Aldous oh, Hodge. You got that's, Yellow that's Jacket, easy. which Dave gonna, You took the words from me. Yellow yeah. Jacket. And there's also
0: a right show right called Billions with Paul Giamatti and some other guy.
1: And, I couldn't uh, get past the first episode of that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I watched so it. I'm these are like, nope. all good shows. Bunch of greedy people doing greedy things. Yeah, I was out. And Love then the Paramount episode.
0: Plus has, uh, of course, the new Beavis and Butthead, plus Sonic oh, yeah. Two, Jackass Four, all the new Star Treks. Every new Star Trek is going to Paramount Plus. Yeah, it's all. We that. do, we do have a link for it. We have an affiliate link. You guys can grab that and, you know, go see what Paramount Plus has. Don't that. watch billions, according to Dave. But you know, Jack although Joe. you know,
1: I will say, I, I was actually. <laughs> Watching Paramount Plus before we got on. It. I'm not even joking. I was watching some <laughs> point, watching some Tosh because oh, I needed some giggles in my day.
0: Like classic Tosh. Because he, uh, he doesn't make that anymore, right?
1: Well, no. I mean, I guess I. Wa- I've been watching the most current season, which uh-huh. is like two years old at this point. I guess. Yeah.
0: Um, tonight's movie is called Lady Terminator. Oh boy! So, <laughs> an Asian goddess known as the Queen of the South Sea, and I looked up the mythology on this. I wanted to see. What's happening here? Her name is uh Nero, Rowo Kadu, and she's in both Javanese and Sundanese mythology from the I- Indian Ocean area, which, like Indonesia, like but uh, specifically the Java Islands or whatever or a group of little islands out there. Whatever. Anyway, they call her the Queen of the South Sea. She possesses the body of a young female skin diver in this movie, and she arms herself with an AK-47 and an endless supply of bullets and goes on a murderous rampage as the Lady Terminator. She goes to takes to the streets to get revenge, but I don't know if she's taking revenge on... She's taking revenge on, like... Her husband's descendants, because one of her husbands locked her away in a magic right. dagger. <laughs> like so, it's
1: it's almost irrelevant.
0: She just she she
1: has a she has to kill somebody, and she's gonna do it or at least try. But to. it's considered
0: one of the greatest mockbusters of all time. I was gonna say right. it at the beginning, but I got distracted by all the talk about the leprechaun balls and whether or not co-hosts <laughs> are allowed to dream about each other. So oh, anyway, uh what a wild movie! I can almost guarantee Dave loves this movie. He's
1: going to give us some dangerous facts. Hopefully, they really are dangerous. They better be dangerous, David. I did my best. This is one of those times <laughs> where, like... I wanted to find out more about this movie and there's very yeah. little to know this. I, I was thirsting for more knowledge. Um, most, so I probably so,
0: dropped two facts about like the Adam
1: Stardust. And also <laughs> it's a real myth. I probably took two of your facts away. But, no, that's okay. Most of it's actually surrounding the star, um, oh. uh, Barbara Ann Constable. Uh, so actually she did perform all of her own stunts. And at some point production had to be shut down for a month because she cut her ankle with a huge shard of glass. Um, you're
0: talking about the lady Terminator herself, the lady
1: Terminator herself. Yes. yes. Um, she actually only decided to star in the movie because she was told it was only going to be shown in that region and nowhere else. Um, <laughs> she's kind of embarrassed. Yeah. She, uh, I got oh, the attitude that she was embarrassed by it. She said, oh, I would have done a good production for a better a international better, audience if yeah. I had a good script. Uh, wow. But she feels the cult status is due to the unintentional comedy rather than it being a good movie. Um, while there is no actual connection to The Terminator, at, well, actually, you did take one of my facts. It is an early mockbuster, um, considered an early mockbuster. And it actually takes the line. Uh, this is the, oh, can I interrupt you again? Go for it. This is the best Terminator ripoff that I've seen. It really is. Anyway. Uh, and actually, they they love Terminator so much, they also took stole the line, come with me if you want to live, which, you know, if you didn't know that ahead of time, just listen, watching the movie, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> you're, really, you're really wearing your connections on your sleeve.
0: You got anything else for us, David?
1: Uh, no, that's that's it for fact. I went like I said. This is one of those times where I was kind of annoyed that there wasn't more information out there. I thirsted well, for more knowledge. You can knowledge let them know Adam movie.
0: Stardust is now a DJ. We did find his Instagram.
1: Oh yeah, he you hits did. up. Well, yeah.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll show you where his Instagram is. Um, before we go any further at tonight's movie, we're gonna take a break. We we'll back up these messages. I want to tell you about a a couple of things that's going on with our sponsors. For the coldest hits and the smoothest rips, try Freeze Pipe. Go to freezepipe.com and use the code binge for 10% off your order. That's freezepipe.com and use our code binge. Save 10%. And your lungs will thank you. And, hey, we'll thank you, too. You know why? The show is supported by sponsors and affiliates to keep the podcast rolling. So if you like the way Dave's talking and you want to hear him talking some more, you want to make sure you support our sponsors because they support us. That's how this game works. What else is going on? We talked about uh, this. We talked about that. Oh, I know what's going on. Here we go. We were just talking about uh, Paramount Plus at the beginning of the episode. They've merged with Showtime to bring you an app that will include hits like "City on a Hill, Yellow Jacket, Beavis and Butthead, Jackass 4, Sonic 2, and all the new Star Treks. We actually have a link in our show notes, folks, if you want to try out Paramount Plus Plus Showtime for seven days for free. Get all their shows, movies, originals, and everything else that Dave loves, but stay away from billions, right, Dave? Don't
1: bother with the billions. But you know what? With all your Beavis and Buttheads and your Yellow Jackets yeah. and Toshes, why not? You got you got, you got lots of stuff up. to watch on there. <laughs> the Linky is in
0: the show notes. Now I'm going to jump over and talk about something we don't really talk about very often. Books! Wow. Do we read? Do the binge watchers know how to read? We actually do. We're very collegiate, actually. We were on the honor roll. Don't ask us any more questions than that. We can't feel that we'll have a movie to answer for it. Anyway. Um, I read this book. There you go. Tales from Another Dimension. Tales from Another Dimension is a strange and fantastical collection of 10 short stories. You can travel to other dimensions and meet strange characters. They will make you question the solidity of Earth and mankind. Explore prejudice, fear, imagination, kindness, empathy, and human frailty. It's by Robbie Sheeran. It's Tales from Another Dimension. It's on Amazon. There's a link in the show notes to his website so you can order the book. There are 10 stories in here. Two of my favorites. Let me see if I can dig up what their names are. Um, oh, Martian Food, which is about, it's kind of like uh, Steven Spielberg kind of like 1980s Goonies style story. Like two brothers mm-hmm. are questioning whether or not their neighbors are actually Martians. And another story I like is Defrosting H.G. Wells, you know, the writer of The Time Machine. What if he woke up in the future after being frozen? What would happen then? Mm-hmm. Um, 10 total stories. Anyway, grab a link in the show notes if you enjoy reading. Or maybe you can find it on Amazon and somebody read it to you. I don't know. Go to Craigslist. Maybe you can hire a private reader. I don't know how that works. Tell from another dimension. Check it out today. Woo! Now back to the podcast already in progress with my buddy Dave. If I can get rid of this thing that's on the screen, we'll be back on the podcast normally. Okay, here we are. You can see our happy faces as we talk about crap. Um, favorite bit from Lady Terminator... <laughs>
1: This Let's go. Oh man, this is a hard one. This is one of those times where it's like, I, I don't know what to choose. Um, so I'll just go uh, with the first things that got to me. Um, as, as soon as she ha- finds her first victims after becoming mm. Lady Terminator, these two drunk guys pissing everywhere, just drunk. She takes a guy into the back seat and uh, pulls a little uh, vagina dentata kind of action on him. Look that up if you don't know what that is or watch the movie Teeth. You'll get the idea.
0: Basically James alluded to the fact that she can kill people, spoiler alert, with her vagina.
1: Is basically, basically yeah. She take your manhood like that. Uh,
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> but I mean I gotta got interrupt because you skipped over something. I wrote down one of my favorite bits is there's a sex scene within 40 seconds of the movie starting, and there's a death scene within one minute of the movie starting, which I think are key key elements. Right.
1: Well, like I said, I mean, it's hard to choose favorite bits because there's so many. I mean, the there's whole so movie many, is so many favorite just, bits.
0: Jordan missed uh, a great movie, as it turns is, out. I
1: really, as soon as we're watching this, I'm like, we don't have time to like reverse action, but I'm like, oh man, I really miss Jordan's opinion on this one. On this, this movie, one, yes.
0: Um, would it be crazy if we watched it two weeks in a row? We just, we just I, I don't just know, man. Watched I watched it again.
1: Like, if we could assign her an additional movie or a sample like screening, team. you know. Uh, and then the other favorite bit, I mean, there's a ton of them, but uh, I'll be brief. Uh, the other one is uh, one of the early scenes in the mall. She's shooting up the place. She's shooting at an electronic store and some like guy, I don't know, maybe he's a worker at a store. It's like, hey, hey, don't do that. She just turns around, just blows him away, killing off people in the mall. She doesn't care. She's going towards the goal. Well, did you notice uh, like all the police
0: officers carried automatic weapons? And cars are just blowing up.
1: Everybody just happens, like, with no explanation. Everybody has an automatic weapon. Like, hey, let's get to this random car I know nothing about. Hey, there's a... I mean, to be fair, you
0: can get automatic weapons fairly easily these days, but not in the 80s. Not like this. Every single person had, like, an automatic weapon. And also, did you see the fake shot where, like, if you pull those triggers, like, a bunch of bullets are going to come out, but then he wanted to break into
1: a car, so he only shot once from an automatic
0: from the machine gun? (laughs)
1: Well, this was shot in Indonesia, so maybe maybe it's a little different in Indonesia. I don't know. Uh, um, dude, I don't know. Jo- I, I, I mean, go like, again, again, I don't want to steal yeah. all the time because I'll probably steal a bit from you. But you go, you go. What are your favorite bits?
0: All right. So the cosmic soundtrack in the beginning, you're like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be great. Like the, you know what I mean. Like when the credits are rolling, you're like, okay, yeah. here we go. Then there's like intense voiceover over like waves and you're like what is going to happen and then as we mentioned earlier a sex scene in 40 seconds the first murder in like the first minute yeah then you think you're being introduced to an english cast but everybody's dubbed over but they have these great names max is and then like snake and tub <laughs> you know what i mean i'm like oh, yeah. those are the naming conventions and then the dialogue like obviously oh, it's yeah, a dumb this- script so the english dialogue is like you got to fit it in as fast as they're saying it
1: right but, and, but it's not only the fact that it's dubbed, it's what they're saying. Like, this, oh, yeah. This movie's insane in the best possible way. Like, like,
0: during the autopsy scene, he's like, well, I've heard about the ultimate blowjob, but, you know, yeah, exactly. like, you're like, like yeah. what? you're like, what's happening? Oh, then, like, she's like, oh, my high, my, my high heel. And he's like, shut up, woman, just leave it. You know, <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> running through the alley, like, oh, man, I don't know. It's it's zany, folks. It literally makes no literal sense, it, but, uh uh, it, this is going to yeah. be easy to rate. You know, it's going to be super easy to to rate, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, oh yeah. we didn't mention the final fight. Spoiler alert! Like at the, towards the end of <laughs> oh, the movie, she's lo- she's like a zombie. They're shooting her full of machine guns, and then she's like, "You know what? I'm gonna. You're shooting me. I'm gonna shoot." All of a sudden, lasers out of her eyes, right into the guys. You oh, know? Yeah. like <laughs>
1: she pulls up a helicopter. She blew up an entire yeah. helicopter.
0: We will have to get at least one hot take from from Jordan on this movie. So we have to ask it, her if she
1: has time to see it, but. <laughs> anyway Um, this this is a movie that would beg for like a live commentary from us or you know like actually it'd be almost great to get Jordan to do one of these with a a commentary for this but don't tell her not to watch it ahead of time like it needs to be pure (laughs) (laughs) this is a wild movie yeah Um, I don't know man I don't know if we peaked early like this is weird September I mean this is this is by i mean i liked our movie no, last i told
0: time. you dude it's like just like producing a tv show the penultimate episode always hits number three dude uh, yeah, you know uh, we have a good season opener then we have the we have the peak and then we have the closer you know right and the uh, second one's a wash you have to like just watch along you know it's like episode well, this, is
1: the, this is the second one so we're kind of little i don't know no no this is number uh, three dude i thought this last the third one was the first weird
0: one was it I don't know. They've all seemed weird this year. I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs>
1: um, I don't know. This is one of those. This was hard. I mean, obviously you found it on the Internet. It is streaming on archive.org. Hey, we didn't put it up there. Somebody else did.
0: Right. Um, the Internet movie database is there. But if you if you guys reach out to us, we'll definitely direct you to ha- how to watch this thing. Th-
1: this, I'm kind of bummed that this is not more widely available. I mean, I, th- I yeah. want to say I've heard of it once and dismissed it like, oh, it's a Terminator rip or knockoff. Yeah, but, like, this needs to be more known. This needs to be a cult classic. Like, this... Yeah. I, I, don't, I haven't heard anybody talk about this movie. This, no, it's
0: a mockbuster hidden gem or B-movie hidden gem. It's like... Oh, this is... This is you well, were looking I think for I what I told is you, Blood Diner of the year? Like, this is right up there, you know? Oh, this yeah.
1: is... I mean, as far as I'm concerned, this is leaps and bounds above Blood Diner, but... Um, really? That's not to take away from that movie. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just love this movie. Like, it. the funny thing is, is, like, everything... I, I I almost don't want to call it a good, bad movie. Uh, it's definitely a campy movie, but like it's competently made, believe it or not. Like, I mean, if you can forgive the dubbing, like the action scenes actually play and it's not like clunky, like it's well made. It's well edited. I was kind of like I kind of gave over at a point I was laughing at it because I thought it was ridiculous. And it is, mm. but it's intentionally. I mean who like within 10 minutes you have like a snake going up a woman's vagina and possessing her into this terminator creature like she's not made of metal so like biologically she would have disintegrated with how many bullets she took but you know the spirit was strong whatever you want to call it
0: no literally um, like out of context like i had heard about this movie wanted to watch it for a while then just didn't just as dave said earlier brush it aside thinking it was just a, sure a ripoff. Then I saw part of the final fight on Instagram and I'm like, wait, it's like a zombified a zombie and it's shooting lasers at these guys and they're trying to kill it with like these semi-automatic weapons or fully automatic weapons. At one point a dude's driving a tank. You know like oh, I was man. like, what the hell is going on? We definitely have to watch this. That's that's how <laughs> it happens.
1: This is this is easily the best hidden gem I've watched in a while. Like I <laughs> again, even he sent to me like you're like going cold. I'm like all right, I will. And man, yeah. that's the best way to do it. I'm glad I saw nothing or read nothing about this movie.
0: Well, did I tell um, you this was going to be one of yours? I, did I did I even mention that I was texting you about it? But I, I didn't want to give too much away. But I I, I don't I know. Like... Uh,
1: it's just I, this movie took me by surprise. I mean i I thought it was gonna. I, I was kind of like all right. I I didn't watch it until this morning. I yeah. put it off till semi last minute. And I just I think I was telling you, I started watching it early in the morning when the, the rest of the household was still asleep. And I'm like covering my mouth, trying to suppress laughs because it's it's just that good. Um,
0: all right. I so everybody know. catch Binge up. Go watch sure. La- yeah, exactly. Binge now from both of us. Go watch Lady Terminator. Catch up with our podcast. If you missed last week, go get it. It's everywhere. Um, fan service. OK, so somebody who spends all the time tweeting about Tremors, Tremors Saga you know said thanks for showing mm. some love to Tremors 4 and they mentioned this they took the time to write this comment on both Twitter and YouTube which means that they went out of their way to appreciate our love they showed us some love about our love for Tremors 4 and then they draw they drew comparisons to Prey which is like Predator 5 mm. that's where we that. diverge in the woods <laughs> like so so when they said thanks for showing love for Tremors 4 yes like Tremors 4 comparable to Tremors 1 and Tremors 5 four fits right in it's in my top three we discussed this last week however when they start comparing it to prey no praise a superior movie to (laughs) predator four or to to tremors four absolutely um however i was like what what comparison are they drawing i go okay so they're referencing the first film tremors four references tremors one has inside jokes if you've seen the first one sending with prey it has lines from the first movie references the first movie and the back to basic idea Tremors 4 goes back to the basics of the Graboid, the original monster. It doesn't have complications of like their former evolved states or their evolutions that come in the later sequels in the TV series. They went back to, like, it's a warm underground killing people, right? Except it was a prequel set in the Old West, which is the other thing, that the third thing. Okay, so there's three things Prey hasn't caught I think it's that's the probably Old West.
1: the biggest comparison. It's you back can to make.
0: basics, and it references the original movie. Yeah, so...
1: I mean, it, it's not it's not a totally invalid comparison. Uh, yeah. I mean, you're, you're not wrong in that Prey is way better than than the, a Tremors, the third Tremor sequel. Although, that third Tremor sequel is the best of the sequels of, that I've seen anyways. Uh, the West one. Yeah.
0: Now, yeah. Uh, we've arrived with staff picks. If you watch something else you want to recommend to the audience besides Lady Terminator, it might distract from your love for Lady Terminator. What'd you want uh, to think?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna have to dig back a few weeks because unfortunately, I, I have watched some things this week, but nothing worth writing about. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna dig back to something I watched probably a month ago that is the big buzz this year, uh, called RRR. Have you heard about this?
0: Oh, is that the over budget Bollywood movie or something? Or like,
1: yes, it. Yeah, for every bit of praise this movie gets, it delivers. Um, it is easily the nuttiest, like the most over the top action movie. Um there's a scene where a guy like has to go uh like go catch a bad guy and he is literally like throwing hundreds of people off of him i mean it's it's ridiculous action um but in the best way um is it
0: like live action anime
1: you know what i guess you can kind of say that i guess that is kind of fair mm-hmm. uh because it is and i guess there's some historical although there's some debate as to like how authentic some of the quote unquote history is in it um it's it, I, it's been one of the biggest buzziest movies of the year that I've heard about, um, and then I finally sat down and watched it, and it is worth it. Um, lot a lot of action, a lot of like crazy stunts. Um, it's three hours, and you don't feel it go by. I I sat, there, I threw it on oh, with my man, wife, I and can't. my wife was ready to roll her eyes like, oh god, and she I got can't hang into, for three hours, man. I can't do no these movies watch. Anymore. Well, then watch it like a miniseries. Watch it in three hours. Like you binge, you binge. I'm going to use this
0: as a ladder to my my staff pick. Okay.
1: Yeah, go uh, yeah, go for it.
0: So Gotta speaking of movies our, our... that are too long, Dave and I discussed the new Elvis movie that Baz Luhrmann mm-hmm. made, also too long. I hate directors that don't know how to edit things and really, really choose the good stuff from the fat. They don't know how to trim it. Which um, is mean, it's he very self-indulgent. Does. I mean, Baz uses tricks that he did in Moulin Rouge. It feels like a repeat of that in many ways. Uh,
1: well, Tom is Hanks is actually. terrible,
0: and but surprisingly, what I consider a kind of an impossible miracle or a small miracle you do get sucked into ashton uh butler who was in uh, the uh shannara chronicles which mtv tried to adapt a fantasy series and he was one of the stars of that i Uh, think that was one of his first things but he uh you know he shows up in here and he actually imitates elvis pretty well so there are a couple moments in the movie where you forget that you're not watching elvis which is that's pretty impressive Again, I call it like almost an impossible feat to pull off, you know,
1: for a biopic. It's by no means a bad movie, but I mean, it is, as you you took the words out of my mouth, overindulgent. I mean, it's yeah. it's way too long. This could have been a solid two hour movie instead of two hours and 40 minutes or whatever it actually is. Um, I I don't totally hate the Tom Hanks performance. I mean, I know a lot of people have trouble with it, but I mean, it's like I said, I've read all accounts. that's kind of he was kind of had that hokey accent, although it feels like he did that feels like tom hanks is doing that bit from uh the lady killers if anybody remembers that movie Dude,
0: well my thing with tom hanks is like i think he's just got to move out of biopics for a while you know he's done a few here recently and like i just don't really like anything he's done like in the last 10 years or so but now he's um, doing pinocchio that'll be his next thing is he'll be geppetto yeah. you know I don't know he's done some. I mean,
1: movie. I think probably the best things he's done in the last 10 years was Captain Phillips, although that's another biopic. It's a biopic. Yeah.
0: That's what I'm saying. That was <laughs> the beginning, you know, like, and, um, it was like biopic to biopic to biopic. And I guess
1: yeah. a Greyhound, which was that one that went to Apple TV. Also a biopic. But, yeah. Oh, wait. So Finch you know was not a biopic. That was a sci fi movie. That was really good. Predictive guess, biopic. Huh? Predictive, predictive Predictive biopic. Oh, we're all going to, like, the earth is going to take over.
0: <laughs> well, that was a retread of his Wilson movie, right? Instead of a
1: volleyball, he has a robot, you know. Ah, eh, that's that's not unfair, but it, it worked for me. All right, dude. Uh, yeah, Elvis is a that's a binge later for me. Like I didn't hate it, but yeah, you really have to want to watch Elvis die in a toilet to get to that point.
0: Dude, his last performance would make a movie, and the death would make a movie. So I agree. Another podcaster said that Andrew Santino said that on his podcast, but I agree with him. Uh, um, it's like. Yeah, you could make a movie just about him dying, you know, just about the death. And also the last day, his last days on Earth, last days at Graceland yeah. or whatever. The last performance, like that whole day, that 24-hour period of his last performance, you know? That'd be yeah. enough of a movie, you know, to cover that.
1: Um, I, I could see that. It'd be, um, yeah, it, it's a complicated movie. I know people loved it, like with the capital L, and it's so not bad.
0: Next week, we're probably not going to retread Lady Terminator, but this no. is a wild ride. You'll have a lot of fun with this movie. You know, as we say in the beginning, crack open a, something cold or sit with a box of wine. Get your buddies together or on a campfire or, like, screen this on a 70-inch something. Oh, it's yeah. It's a VHS rip. What are you going to do? You know, that's all that exists. But it's, it's. I mean, uncovered. I, I would love
1: that somebody releases this on Blu-ray. Like, this again, <laughs> large, like I don't know, Vinegar Syndrome or something out there. Like, get a hold of this. Put it out. Um,
0: I mean, it's cool, cool that it takes place in, like, a specific place and it's based on real mythology. And, like, it actually... The evil goddess character reminds me of the villain in freaking Kroll the Conqueror. You know, there's like an ancient mm. god played by like another, uh, o. Tia Carrera. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. actually, I draw comparisons, you know, from this movie to that. Anyway, what more can you say? It's Lady Terminator. We'll be back with binge watching next week. Bingers, stay tuned.
1: What are you going to uh, say, Dave? Uh, watch, watch it. Go to archive.org. Check out Lady Terminator. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so we we did a retake of the intro, so, you know, maybe this uncut video will somehow end up in the Internet archives one day, you know? They'll be like, look at this thing that they made in 2020, you know, when they dig up old podcasts or something. it would be available like old movies. Who knows? Anyway. Ancient
1: civilizations will listen to this and wonder, why did people waste their time listening to this? Because <laughs> ancient, <laughs> ancient civilizations are judgy. Yeah, an
0: anthropology class in like a thousand years be like, why did they buy, what's a podcast, you know? Because even people today are like, what's a podcast? I don't know. Anyway, we're uncovering hidden gems every week like Lady Terminator. Come back next week, as we already said. You know, maybe we'll have another HR crisis if we keep talking about leprechaun balls. <sighs> the mythological ones, not the real ones. Don't get your... I'm going to say that. sounds like a
1: treat you can go buy at a pub on, you know, St. Patrick's Day.
0: Oh, it's like a special drink. Yeah. Way to spin it, Dave. I
1: love it. <laughs>